This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Podcast Detroit Network brings to you the best podcast in the world! Mike Bukulski, Josh Schramm, Rookie Will, Conrad Reed, the top Wolf Rope Review. I said Wolf. Aww. Womp womp womp. Anyway, hi. We're here. Finally. Yay, uh, yes. we made it. Had a, had a smidge bit of technical difficulty, but uh, yes, you are listening to the first ever podcast of the Top Rope Review, where we are going to dissect all things wrestling entertainment. I, I feel like we need to let the listeners know that you nailed that intro. The first time. The first time, the first time when first we weren't time. live. Yes. I did. Go for, I'm like, I just knew it that it was live this the pr- time. The pressure. The pressure. Was, the pressure. Too much. Now we knew we were actually on, so it, you just... Yeah. It, it but, it wouldn't be a true first episode of a show. There was yeah, without issues. a little bit of issues. <laughs> but uh, I'm Conrad Reed. Uh, you can hear more of me on uh, The Rack Show, which is actually coming up right after this on the podcast Detroit Network. Uh, Mike Bukulski is an associate producer on that and one of our cameramen and just does a whole bunch of stuff. He's also a massive wrestling fan. I am. <laughs> Confirmed. It's, yes. Currently, currently that is, a, uh, Kip that is what shirt. they're saying. Yeah, so we decided that um, there were enough people within our group of friends that we should put on a podcast that has to do with wrestling. And we decided to reach out to Nerdlife Productions, Josh and Wookie Will, for that. So, and, and, and I think it's safe to assume that at everyone of this table, and not including Corey, the producer, um, who's not on mic, I probably know the least amount about wrestling. Like growing up, I was I was a big WWE WWF fanboy. Um, I remember when I was three years old. Do you I, know what my shirt is? Uh, you're you're the yours is a WCW Nitro. Mm-mm. No, stand nope. up then, because I can't see. I'm looking at an apple. Oh, Monday Night Jericho. Yeah. Okay. In, in my defense, you said, "Do you know what my shirt is?" And there's a computer in the way. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so I'm setting you up for in, failure. In my defense. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I was watching wrestling back in the day with my grandpa. I was three years old, and uh, something was happening, and I ran to the phone, and I started just dialing random numbers on the phone, and my grandpa's like, what are you doing? I go, I have to call the police, the hooding Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and he had no idea I knew to call the police when something bad was happening. So teaching me life lessons, but I've been a, a lifelong fan of WWF and WWE, not as versed when it comes to WCW or Ring of Honor or TNA or Lucha Underground. And so I'm one of the... I'm. I feel like I'm going to be learning a lot from this show. It's one of the reasons why I'm very excited to be on it. We'll learn, yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background as far as wrestling goes, sir? Mine is a little bit like yours. Um, I started uh, with my grandpa. Honestly, we were watching... I remember seeing Chris Jericho's debut on the WWF. Mm-hmm. And Which was amazing. It was. Um, a little bit of WCW. It's an, I don't have as much memory from WCW, but I know I used to watch it a lot because I have a lot of the memorabilia. Mm -hmm. I just, that part of my brain is like, uh, get out of there. So (laughs) I I used to be really involved in it as a kid. I would tape every single Raw on VHS, and I would watch it that next Tuesday when I got home from school. So you you watched Nitro live. No. Uh, probably. <laughs> I, <laughs> you, I don't remember. Think, and then you watch Raw the next day. Yes. Okay. And I would, I would get the pay-per-view tapings. My dad knew someone at work who had pay-per-view for part of his cable access. Mm-hmm. 
He'd tape it, send to me, so I'd watch that on Mondays when he would get home from work, and then I'd tape Raw and watch it on Tuesdays. So I did that probably from the early 2000s to... See, I, I stopped watching wrestling, and it's fuzzy when I stopped. It was like 03, 05 around there is kind of when it kind of like dwindled. I would come so in like and out. So like the end or the ridiculous part of the Attitude Era? Yeah. Yeah. I basically... Had Mae Young given birth to a hand yet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, like, I, I used to be really into it, and then it just kind of... I would come back in waves. Um, and I think somewhere around 05 is when I was completely out. Mm-hmm. But then I got back in a couple of years ago... When CM Punk won the Money in the Bank, I believe. I think it was, oh, 2010, 2011, uh, one of those years. It was after 2000. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, My friend, he came over one night, and he's like, hey, there's a – well, first, he called me one day, and he's like, The Rock and John Cena are fighting at WrestleMania next year. I was like, that's like a year away. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I was like – this isn't happening. He's like, yes, it is. And then a couple weeks later, he came over. He's like, we're watching this pay-per-view. I was like, why? He's like, because the CM Punk guy is ridiculously good. He put it on, and I was like, dang, wrestling got good again. Um, The next Monday, I forced me and my girlfriend, we watched it, and I was like, this is what's happening. We're watching Raw. And she's like, I'm not watching this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, we're going to watch it. I'm getting back in. I got back in. She she fought for a little bit, and then now she's maybe more of a fan than me. And it's just since then, it's been wrestling ever since, just like when I was a kid again. And, and then you it. got on a podcast. Yep, now I'm on a podcast. Now you're on so, a podcast. Full circle. Yep. Yeah. Um, Josh, you, you're, Josh? You're, you're rocking the um, the WCW shirt over here. Yep. Uh, go ahead and tell us how so, you got into this bad boy. Yeah, so I used to watch um, with my dad when I was a kid. And uh, luckily for me, he... Uh, he burst my bubble on the kayfabe when I was pretty young. Aww. Yeah. But I, I continued to watch, and I used to do the same thing you would Did do. Did he tell you that Santa was McFoley? No, but well, that was that, <laughs> this is later on. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think Santa, McFoley was Santa until I was an adult. So, um, But I used to do the same thing Mike would do. I would watch. I would, it kind of depended on what was going on, but I would watch Raw and tape Nitro and watch it on Tuesday or vice versa. Um, but I, I rarely saw a pay-per-view because – or I saw them way after the fact because, you know, a, they're just expensive. Um, but I was, I was super into it. I used to, like, make fake titles and, like, take them to school and stuff and do all sorts of stuff like that. And then, you know, towards the end of the Attitude Era, probably around the same time that you said I got – I kind of got out of it, probably around 17 or 18. And then in 2008, I'm living with Wookiee Will. And we're talking about, like, our childhood experiences. And he finds out that I'd never been to see it live. And so he was like, well, yeah. So he's he's like, well, you know, like, for poops and giggles, we should should just go to. You can say shit. Can I? Shits and giggles. Don't say the F word. Okay. Frog. Um, Mother frogger. You can't say fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we decided to buy tickets to the next time that it was going to be in Detroit, which just so happened to be the 2009 Royal Rumble. So that was Ooh. awesome. So we, we decided we were going to go to the Royal Rumble, and uh, we started watching. So it would have been like that fall. We started watching in 08, and I noticed, oh, look, Edge is still wrestling, and Chris Jericho is still wrestling, and Triple H is still wrestling, and got kind of hooked into the storylines. And then when we went in 2009, I uh, went to the event, I got hooked again. And then I've pretty much been to every live event in Detroit since, uh, nice. since then. I went to a bunch of the um – not Raws, a bunch of the um, Smackdowns in Grand Rapids. 
I had a friend of mine who would always get like ringside tickets for super cheap and yeah. be like, no one's going with me. Do you want to come with them? I'm like, yeah, okay. That was when I realized that Ryback in person not only is a massive man, but he's also very offended by people who wear pink Dolph Ziggler shirts because he got <laughs> right in my face. This is when he was a heel. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun. So, no, the live events are where it's at. If you've never had a chance to go to a live event, definitely check it out. Not only WWE, but like the smaller stuff, Ring of Honor when it comes here. Um, it, it just A wrestling show at any level. Yeah, absolutely. They're all fun live. Ring of Honor was actually just in, and I had to miss it, but I had a friend who went, and he said it was great. Now, speaking about live wrestling, uh, the next gentleman in the uh, rotation has actually wrestled before, and not the basement wrestling that Mike has done, which we'll talk about later. Uh-huh. Um, Wookie Will, though, you have experience in the ring, dude. You've done a second rope uh, suplex. Yeah, so my... Uh ultimately like like you guys like i kind of remember watching it younger so no one in my family is a wrestling fan but me um so i was always kind of like the the wheel of the family for being into wrestling um i mean i had one uncle who kind of liked wrestling so he would every once in a while say something my dad kind of got into it for a short bit because i was really into it he really likes to rock but we um basically like i was real young um you know in the Mid nineties, I would be like in swim lessons, YMC on Saturday mornings, and like I would be like waiting to my mom pick me up and be like, you know, wrestling was on the TV, so I watched it a little bit. And like when I was really young, I had a lot of like Hogan's action figure. I used to have Hillbilly Jim's action figure. I had some old trading cards and stuff, but I was never really into it that much. I knew what wrestling was, you know, it was big, but I wasn't really super into it. And then in the sixth grade, I moved to a new school. And I started hanging out with some friends, and they were, like, hardcore into wrestling. And, like, we would go over to their house and watch wrestling. We would just go on the back deck and give each other suplexes and just hang out. <laughs> we would go play, you know, Raw. Was this before they said, don't try this at home? So you yes. were like, I'm going to try this at home. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so then we would play, you know, Raw for the PlayStation. We'd play that all the time. And I, would start, and I started watching wrestling, like, hardcore then. And, like, my mom would be like, all right, go to bed. So, like... She, like I would have to like sneak down like I would be I my room was in the basement so I would like sneak down in bed and then as soon as my parents went upstairs I would sneak back upstairs and then turn on Raw and like watch it on like you know the volume's on like, three and I'm past like your bedtime yeah I'm like yeah. a foot from the TV trying to be quiet as I'm getting excited when people are making surprise entrances and you know everything's happening so then from that point on I became extremely hooked um, and then I did you know I did. Wrestling in high school, amateur wrestling. Okay. So pretty much like wrestling in both forms, amateur and um, you know collegiate, and uh, professional wrestling is my favorite sport. Like I love the sport, both forms of it. Um, super obsessed with it. I used to. Um, then I moved again, and I found another group of friends who were hardcore into wrestling. We would go over to each other's house. My one friend had a big trampoline and do all the trampoline matches and stuff. I would always beat Kane because I was the biggest guy in the group. So I was uh-huh. just giving people choke slams all the time. I love like, Kane. we had our own little, like, you know, we're in the sixth, seventh grade, <laughs> and we're just all about doing our own little trampoline wrestling company. Can I just stop you and say that it's trampoline? I love you to death, buddy, <laughs> but you keep calling it trampoline. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this might happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fine. Um, now, skip ahead, though. How did that translate into... Hey, you didn't into... say Wope, though, so just Not remember yet. that. Yeah, you didn't mess up the name of the show. <laughs> oh, come on. Top Wope review. 
Whatever. We're anyway, all baby right. how, did, how did that translate to getting into, like, because you actually legit had an entrance and did, like, in-ring wrestling in the gymnasium with so, second rope stuff? So, so in high school, I was super obsessed with wrestling. Um, and I was actually pretty good shape because I wrestled that for my high school. My sophomore year of high school, I almost, like, I was thinking about dropping out of school and going to Shawn Michaels Wrestling School. And become a wrestler, which I ended up not doing. You could have um, been Daniel. Yeah, you could have been Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I know for real. Like, like so, but I ended up. I think not, you could have been Kevin Owens and not Daniel. Not Bryan. doing yeah, that, Kevin you know. <laughs> and so then, you know, a few years later, I went off to college, and other stuff was going on. And Boring educational like, crap. Well, yeah, and it's just I kind of after high school, kind of fallen out of wrestling for a few years. Started hanging out with me and Josh, kind of became friends after that point. Um, and then, like, we kind of got back into wrestling, and then a friend of ours was also a, a, a friend of ours that we knew through someone else was real big in the wrestling also. And he's like, he starts wrestling. He's like, hey, you know, I joined this wrestling company. The guy, like, trains for free. You should do it. And so I was kind of like, well, I need an excuse to start working out again. Um, I've always, trains in quotes. <laughs> I always wanted to kind of, you know, I always wanted to wrestle. It's, it's one of those things that was like my dream when I was younger. I never actually went, followed through with it. So I went ahead and did it. Trained for... I don't know, maybe six, like four to six months. I can't remember how long I actually trained. Um, but, it, I mean, it was, and this is not the way I would recommend doing it if you were going to try to be a legit wrestler and make money. Like, I went into it saying this is going to be a little fun hobby I'm going to do. It was before me and Josh were really doing hardcore um, nerd life stuff. We had kind of did radio some, some stuff in college together for our radio college show. But we were in between things, and I was kind of looking for something creative to do. So I, I joined it as a hobby. I, I I spent a first three months of my training in a training in a garage in an old boxing ring. You couldn't do top rope moves because the ceiling was too low. Yeah, like <laughs> like, like like. So so basically, you were at the dungeon. Yeah, I mean, well, in, but in, like the poor man, <laughs> yeah, the poor yeah, man yeah. without no, the legacy behind <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, now, no, we're no heart If you could have done top rope, would you have done top rope? Because you don't seem like much of a top rope dude. No, I mean, no, I mean, even so, eventually, like the company I was training with, they found a bigger space, and then we started training in, in a barn um, at fairgrounds, which we, we also did our shelves. So we started doing more stuff, and I could do more. I mean, and it was a good company, and I really appreciate everything they did for me. And what was doing the name? The stuff. It was uh, Total Extreme Wrestling Total Entertainment, which doesn't exist anymore. Total Extreme Wrestling Entertainment. I forgot. Yeah, so really so well. we wrestled out of Adrian, Michigan, um, which is in Lenway County, um, and and there were some few guys who wrestled in the Detroit area who'd come do shows there, and there's a lot of guys from the Toledo area who did shows for this, and so it was kind of like half the company was. People who were trained by the owner, and the other half were people who kind of just rotated through different indie companies. So, what was your what was your character? So, I was Nerdy Nate. Okay. Um, and I kind of went through a couple different stages of Nerdy Nate. First, because they didn't really know how they wanted to book me, because they wanted me to be a monster hero. They wanted me to go by like um, I don't remember what they wanted to call me, something like like Collie or something. Dozer. Just because you, you've always been a gigantic dude. Yeah, so I'm I'm six two, and I was, uh, I think I was around three hundred pounds then. Yeah, in your bra. Sorry. So, but you know, and so it was me and this other guy who were both like this other guy was six five, 
and he was like 250. So we were the two biggest guys, and they wanted us to both be kind of like monster heels. And I was like, I, you know, I listened to guys talk about their characters and stuff, and there was like, the best characters is just an over exaggeration of yourself. And so I'm like, well, I, I just can't really do the mean, tough guy act. That's not me. I'm You're too a nice gentle giant. No, I can't, yeah. I can't see you being a very, uh, very powerful heel. You're a gentle, nerdy giant. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, can I do a nerd character? Originally, I wanted to be called myself Sheldon, Sheldon Tiberius as a Big Bang and a uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek. Re- reference. Yep. And that's what like, I wanted. My, but the person's like, no, you can't do that. It's dumb. And for some reason, like they love the the double. Everything had to be an alliteration. Yeah. So really? Nerdy Nate came to be. Yep, that's what came to be. And I was basically just a lovable. At first, they wanted me to be a heel because they, they put me with a tag team partner. But he took the gimmick in a completely different way than what we wanted to go with. Um, so eventually, when I went solo, I kind of became a face. And, and I did this thing that works great. And WB does every once in a while is. I just appealed to the kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, you were the John Cena. Can, so, yes. Can I, I tell my favorite? Sometimes? My favorite? Well, I mean, so so the, the big thing I did was I got lucky. And one of the guys who I wrestled with worked at a um, warehouse that, like, you ship all the con- – like, newsstands would ship their magazines and stuff back to. Okay. Because um, that's if you don't sell it. It's something you can say back to the warehouse. So he was allowed to take home X amount of things a, a month. We only did shows once a month. And him and a couple guys he worked with would, would just use their free polls to grab comics for me. So I decided comics to give out the kids. Oh, <laughs> he was no he. So he was so over right. He'd come <laughs> out and the kids would all be like go, they would go nuts. And um, the best the best thing though is like it's local. So we're like in Walmart and little kids are like that's Nerdy Nate over there. Like you were a local right celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, so so for the like the. He was like John Cena. The 30, 40 kids who came to our shows that were between like the ages of like 6 and 15, I was their hero for a short time. <laughs> but yeah, so eventually I, I, um, I, after I took some time off doing that, I came back and it was supposed to be my glorious return to the ring. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled earlier that night. We did a over-the-top rope battle royale. Because um, coming back to Wrestle 4, we did, we'd do the, one of those every show. And there was a belt that you get defended, so it was it was cool. It was a good way to get everyone on the show, and there was a belt that always changed hands every show. And now, um, what you you got hurt, right? You yeah. Know. So so then I wrestled in the main event. So I wrestled a second time that night in the main event, and I was doing my finisher move, which I called it the Power of Grace Call. But uh. basically, it was me doing the double axe handle. From the middle rope. Okay. And I would, as I raised my hand, I would say, by the power of Grayskull. I would jump down, hit him with the axe handle, and then I would yell, I have the power, and give him a pin. Okay. All right. Because um, that's what Nerdy Nate would do. And and doing that is how you hurt your knee? <laughs> and so that time, it was, uh, yeah, I hadn't been in the ring in a while, and I was kind of like copping the moment, and the guy didn't come up as fast as he was supposed to, and I got like kind of nervous with it, and I did my move, um, and he was actually kind of... Laying down. He was laying down. He wasn't so, laying <laughs> down. Well, I thought he was going to get up as I was doing this. I was going to catch him like, as he was getting up. And so, I mean, and, and this might not be true at all. I mean, the doctor told me, basically, I landed. I heard a snap. Ooh, I looked down, and my leg was just dangling. Oh, I saw instantly Oh, my God. Fell. Like, like, like Sid off yeah. the second rope? With yeah. So I broke, I broke both bones through the skin, the tibia and the fibula. Oh, no. Um, I, I literally just laid down on the mat, and I, you know, I hear the uh, Austin... A couple of guys quickly picked up on it, and I guess one half of the arena, 
people could see what happened. Oh, God. But oh. the other half couldn't tell what happened. So no one – so these guys were like, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, yeah, I was like, why Why didn't Will get up? Like, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you, I, you, announcement comes on. It's just um, – the show is over. Please leave. <laughs> oh, my God. They canceled the show because of you? Well, we were the main event, too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we're, done. I mean, we're done. I was, we're done now. No, I mean, they, like, they, like, I was bleeding pretty bad. Um, and so, like, I got life flighted to the hospital. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I ended up signing now. I have a metal rod in my leg. I ended up two surgeries on my leg. Um, and so, that was the end of Nerdy Nate. Yeah. I mean... Fun little hobby. Can I, tell yeah. him, can I tell him my favorite part of when you broke your leg? Yes, go ahead. Two things. The whole time he's laying, he's like delirious. He's like, where's my bag? Someone get my bag. <laughs> and then when the helicopter took him, the, the guy looked back and he's like, how much do you weigh? And we'll tell him. And he's like, uh, he had to burn off some gas before he took off. So it'd be <laughs> light enough to take him. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was literally sitting in an ambulance. And there was a debate between the life flight guys and the ambulance guys. Because the ambulance guys were like, you know, if you need to, we can get him to the hospital. Because um, they wanted to take me to Toledo Hospital. I broke my leg in Adrian. It's about a 45-minute drive um, and, and oh my God. going the speed limit. And they're like, dude, we can do it like pretty quickly. You know, and We could take the roads, be somewhat safe if we need to. And the, we just and need to throw out like, one of the seats. Yeah. <laughs> well, the helicopter guys were like, well, okay, we have to do some calculations We got to do a quick. few laps really quick. Yeah, we we'll have to figure back. out what's going on wow, real quick. And crazy. so but I ended up getting with the life flight to the hospital. The only time I've ever been in a helicopter. <laughs> and I barely remember any of it. But then I'm like, I'm in the – so – one of the things I did that I had been t- torn with for a while was I wanted my character to be, like, I, I don't know, I always did goofy stuff in the mm-hmm. ring. I would be, like, I would just, like, randomly, like, eliminate myself during, like, Battle Royales. Like, I would have my comic book. You were, like, John Cena Gilbert character? Yeah, Okay. Like, like, someone would toss my comic book out of the ring, and I would just jump over the ropes after it. <laughs> okay. or, like, or, like, I would just, like, start the match in the crowd reading my comics. And, I, you know, I, I just, like, more, I just wanted to be entertaining. Uh-huh. Um, that's what like, I wanted to just do. Just having fun with it. So one of the things I did that night was I wrote um, Nerd Life on my stomach in the style of, like, the gangster thug Like the thug life, life? tattoos? Yeah. Right. And so I'm in the hospital, <laughs> and all these nurses are looking at me being like, why does it say nerd life on your stomach? Well, it's a funny story, you see. <laughs> Is this where Nerd Life Productions came from? Yeah. Uh, we no. were already using Nerd no. Life Productions before that. Yeah, we were already so, using it. So that shirt was inspired by Nerd Life Productions. Yeah. Yes. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a shirt. It, it was, was a, a no, no. He wrote it, was, it on his stomach. Oh, it was on his stomach. stomach. It was on my stomach. Oh, I thought it was a shirt. When, no, it was okay. when he got up okay. to do his finisher, he he went a la like Jerry Lawler and p- pulled his singlet. Down. Oh, <laughs> and, nice. that and that like, was the reveal. Yeah. 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 Nice. So I mean, that was just one of the things that he did. So I'm like in the hospital, and people were like, you know, asking me questions about it. And like the next day after I had my surgery, like the doctor was like, "And the winner is gravity." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But and that, uh, yeah, so so then that's how you came to not be a wrestler and skip head, skip head, skip head. Now you're on a wrestling podcast. Yes. Um, just want to give you guys a heads up in case you're just tuning in to uh, the podcast Detroit Network. We are the Top Rope Review, our very first show above Activate Gaming in uh, Ferndale, Michigan. I almost said Ferndale, Detroit. Um, <laughs> want to save a shout out to the beer that Mike is drinking right now, Mother Cluster from Falling Down Brewing Company. Um, they are hooking us up. Also, our unofficial sponsor. Hopefully, we can get them on board. Uh, like three of us are drinking Surge. So, um, Surge. Coke, if you're listening. Yeah, right. Get on Surge. That. 
Surge movement is strong in this room. So we will be your unofficial, I guess, not experts, but unofficial people talking about wrestling. And as you can tell uh, from these other three guys, they know their stuff, and I do my darndest to chip in and, and know when I can. Like, they all wore wrestling shirts today. Every single one of them is wearing a wrestling shirt, and I come in wearing a Dr. Pepper shirt because I didn't, I just didn't get the memo. I have a Dolph Ziggler shirt because I usually wear it on WWE pay-per-views, and Night of Champions is later on tonight. I just didn't support it this time. Do you have, do you only have a wrestling shirt? I have a wrestling shirt, yes. You need to take advantage of their Monday night sales and uh, start buying new wrestling shirts. I have like 15 wrestling yeah, shirts. Well, in, in, I was just on WWEshop.com, but it was because I was buying a... Uh, one of the what do you call it? a bib for my buddy's kid? I bought him an HBK Heartbreak Kid, uh, little baby. Um, but I'm gonna invest in an Ambrose. I like Ambrose. Actually, speaking of WWE, and there, there's going to be a pay per view later on tonight. Um, why don't we go ahead and start our predictions for the pay per view? And actually, if you guys don't mind, I did invite someone to sit in with us. Um, someone else from the Rack Show. Uh, one of our associate producers, Joe Mar. Hi. Hello. Another big, big wrestling fan. Yes. I'm deeply offended. Oh, oh, I'm what? sorry. No, I'm you gotta go. Yeah. But I mean, you, lo- you love wrestling, right? I talk yeah. with wrestling with you all the time. Uh-huh. I figured, hey, why not have another person weigh in on this? Um, Nutty Champions later on tonight. I was actually at Nutty Champions last year when it was in Detroit. I had my Nutty Champions chair with Kofi Kingston holding oh. out the belt where he didn't win a belt or anything that night. Um, but that's what was on the chair. I was second row. I got to see... Uh, Rob Van Dam jump on, I believe, Alberto Del Rio in the in like a row away from me. It was awesome. Wait, wait, wait. So you have a WWE pay-per-view chair. I do. And you didn't bring it to be your official yeah, podcast. Why didn't you chair you listen, okay, in my defense, I didn't get a chance to go home last night. I worked all weekend. So I, not only do I not have a wrestling shirt on, this is the same clothing I was wearing yesterday. <laughs> and like I got stranded in Detroit overnight because I owe you some, some alcoholic root beer for bearing me a surge, which I will get next week. Um, but yeah, so no, I have not only a chair, but I have a shirt. I am a fan. It just doesn't show much today. I brought my Kurt Angle bobblehead that I bought in 2003 with me. I saw. Oh my God. <laughs> so, Kurt so, you're, so you're winning. <laughs> but let's get into the uh, WWE pay per view that's happening tonight. We Predictions. have the, yes, we have the uh, United Champions. And we have a f- not only are all the belts being defended, but a few grudge matches are happening as well. Um, I believe. Who has the list? Who? I, I have a list. You do. Okay, let's what's, do, what's the, the first? The pre-show first. The preview show, I believe, is Neville and the Lucha Dragons uh, versus the Cosmic Wasteland, oh, Stardust the- and the Ascension. I, I believe that's the pre-show. I, I'm, I'm only on Wikipedia. So you are correct. Okay. okay. I perfect. am uh, going to give it to Will because he was talking and I interrupted him. I'm sorry. No, I am. I, um, so I have mad love for Stardust. Um that's the reason should. I'm wearing the Stardust shirt right now. High five. But, I mean, I liked him back when I first started watching again in 09, and he was part of the legacy. Uh, so Cody, um, you know, Cody Rhodes has always been a fan. Dusty Rhodes I was a fan of. Gold Dust I was always been a fan of. But I'm liking this current storyline, especially with him being, like, the leader of this cosmic wasteland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a couple of weeks ago in Raw, he cut a promo on Neville that reminded me of, like, 66 Joker. Okay. Um, he had kind of, like, that comic book villain that kind of promo we cut on them and I think that's kind of what they're going with them now is you know, comic books are the mainstream thing WB is always capitalized on whatever's big in the mainstream to kind of fit into their show we also got to think that um, after his match his tag match with uh, Steve Amell which was amazing which was great and Amell says he's coming back yeah. and I believe he's going to be coming back probably when the next Ninja Turtles movie comes out because he's Casey Jones in that and Seamus is in it as well yeah, so they want to make sure that they keep like 
Stardust kind of in the forefront to like keep us like, hey, he's still this comic book e guy that can still be connected to Arrow. Um, and it's the same thing with Neville, you know, being the the hero. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense, and it'll probably be an amazing match because everybody in that match is is talented. Even the Ascension, who's just they've just been kind of shit in the bed recently because I think they haven't been in the ring with a tag team that could keep up with their potential. Because in in NXT they were great, weren't they? I'm not sure. They were I, champions, I believe. Yeah, yeah. They, at I one mean, point. Yeah. That's what I mean, and that's kind of the, the, the format of NXT. It's you win an NXT title, and then they pull you up to the main roster for the most part. I mean, there's a few guys who've been moved to the main roster who haven't held any titles, or but I know that's what was it. They were the kind of the current big hit tag team in NXT, and then it happened. So, so who who are you calling? I think Goldust is. Uh, I mean, I think Stardust is going to win, uh, mainly because in that current feud. He has the most momentum and has lost the last match. It makes it makes the most sense, honestly, in my opinion. I don't know what they would gain from Neville and the Lucha Dragons winning. Like, there's just nowhere to go with that. Nope. It also gives a reason for Stephen and Melk to come back to, too. Yeah, true. Yeah. He may even come back tonight. Who knows? Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, next match. Next match. Uh, well, I'm on Wikipedia, so it says. Seth Rollins versus Sting, which will probably be the last match. Okay. Yeah, do we want to do that now, or do uh, we? Yeah. Well, I think the ones I have are in the right. I think okay. this might be in the then right we'll order. Okay, cool. So then, or at least a more appropriate order. Okay, then let's do your list. So the next one on my list is Ziggler versus Rusev with Summer Rae. Okay. Now, before we go into this, will you like this? Yeah, yeah you like this feud, and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't. I like. I like Lana and Rusev. Okay, and I just and explain I like, that it's poor like, taste. It's just poor taste. I like Ziggler, so like, I like that these guys are getting that thing going. Um, I do think, I think uh, Ziggler's going to go over though. Okay, I do think Ziggler's going over. I um, I believe everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I would like you to tell us why you're wrong. And like this feud because I think it's absolutely terrible. Oh wow! I think it's horrendous. I just like I said, I just really like the characters. For whatever reason, I like the character of Rusev. I like the character of Lana, and so I like that this they're doing this kind of lovers quarrel thing. Yeah, um, I like Ziggler being in it. Like, like I, I think I Ziggler's think he likes it because it's old school. Like yeah. it's a lovers but it, quarrel. I feel it's like the, it's bad that. old school. Like you have the over the top making out with Lana and Dolph, and it's just obnoxious. Well, I kind of feel like that's what they're going with. It. Yeah, but yeah. it's terrible. You'll it's, get pretty used to being at at odds with Will's eh, wrestling. I just, <laughs> I'm not a fan. But you're calling. You're calling. Uh, who called Dolph? You called I, Dolph? I think we all did. Yeah, I I'm on Dolph, too. I'm, I'm Dolph. Dolph. Um, I think the only way Rusev goes over is Lana betrays but Dolph. Which I is think Dolph's like only going to go over because of uh, disqualification. I don't think it's going to be clean. You don't? I don't. I so, One of the girls is going to do something, do something and well, distract. I read somewhere that uh, this was supposed to be a mixed tag. And, and from yeah. that one roundhouse kick that Lana gave Summer Rae on that one Raw, it looked like she could potentially be great in the ring. But then she hurt her wrist on yeah. training. She got surgery. training for the match. Yeah, yeah, so she's out for like four. Yeah, she's, she's out for like four months. Yeah. So um, whatever could have happened, I, what I read is that they're squashing this uh, this beef. Yeah, this this uh, feud, and Lana will be put back with Rusev when she gets back. What? That's what I heard. Well, I, I think ultimately this feud was going to end with Lana betraying Ziggler. Yeah. And the whole thing was she felt like Rusev wasn't – either. Is, it's going to be revealed either A, she thought Rusev wasn't treating her right. Because in real life, the two are dating, so I think they're going to keep I them together. I believe they're married. I, they are married. They, they no, least, no, they're, they're not okay. married. They're at least living together. They yeah, live together. They're definitely and together. So, serious. Yeah. 
I mean, so I, I, I think they want to work together, and, and, and they work well off each other. They do. Yeah. Yes. And so Absolutely. I think ultimately it was going to either be a big reveal that it was a – the Screwjob. whole thing was a, was a play to keep yeah. Rusev relevant, or the whole thing was um, she just wanted Rusev to appreciate her again. Okay. Yeah. So Ziggler's e- over. Either way, Ziggler's over yeah. this time around. Maybe that's not what was going to happen, but yeah. they're trying to end it. Okay, All so right. what's coming up next? Uh, we got the tag match, New Day versus the Dudley Boys. Oh, good match. I think um, highest anticipation for me. Yeah, it's going to be a good match. Um, yeah, New Day's killing it lately. New, I'm, I'm loving New Day a lot, and then Dudley's are back, so that's just a nice little uh, nostalgia bomb. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that Dudley's are going to win the titles tonight. but I feel like it would make sense for them to lose, and then yeah. the next rematch is going to be some sort of extreme rules table yeah. match. They're, they're definitely, yeah, I don't sense. think tonight they're going over. I, I think cell? tonight's just going to be a good. Is that what's coming up next? I think the next yeah. Yeah. That could the, easily have a table match. They'll get it. the titles during Hell in a Cell, and yeah. that's my thoughts on it. They're gonna. They're definitely going to put the belts on Dudley's at least. For, oh, so. absolutely! Yeah, at least to. once during their run here. What yeah. kind of contract are they? Are they back? Like they're back on a back? full-time contract? Really? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. So they could absolutely have Perfect. belts. Um, next match. Uh, we got the Divas title: Nikki Bella versus Charlotte. We'll Nikki's let, losing. I. She, yeah. I yeah. feel like she should have lost she, it before. I know well, they really wanted to take that streak away from AJ, and that's why she's losing tonight because the streak is now over. There's no reason for that. Giving it right to Charlotte. Well, and they. Did, uh, we 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 could spend a whole show talking about the failed Divas Revolution, and I think it's, maybe we should I, in the future. We will, and I. I'm not. I don't approve of the Divas Revolution. Not for. Any other reasons? Not the way then, that it's gone. They are not. I won't approve until they start calling it a women's division. Yeah, they're not. That's the way they're, I. They're not utilizing it correctly no. as it stands. Yeah, they're not divas. They're women's wrestlers. Inconsistent booking. And that's it's, all I'm going to say about that. Next match. Okay, and uh, yeah, uh, Ryback versus Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental. Title. We'll have uh, Joe Marway in this. Uh, what? Uh, Kevin Ryback, Owens Kevin Owens. For, yeah, for I got Intercontinental. Probably Kevin Owens. Uh, just because I know it's. Yeah, I'd say Kevin Owens. Okay. Maybe weird. I don't know why I would say Kevin Owens, though. It's more interesting. Yeah. Ryback's kind of yeah. boring. Yeah, Ryback Ryback's doesn't Ryback's really more have... for the kids. Yeah. Which is Ryback weird. Is anyway, like John um, Cena. okay, so you're calling that. And then we, we're getting the wrap-up sign, so we'll go into the next ones real quick. All right. Uh, Wyatt's versus Roman Reigns, Ambrose, and Mystery Partner. Mystery Partner. Uh, mystery I partner. feel like they're either going to bring back like The Rock, and it'll be amazing, or they'll bring back so. some other big, strong guy to lose, which it's, is why I'm going to call Kane. Well, actually, it's speculated it's uh, um, Samoa Joe, to be honest. Yeah, that's who I thought the other day, too. Samoa Joe finally if, move up. Yeah, he just yeah. got out of a feud in NXT, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he was, he was kind of facing. Smart. He was kind of feuding with the top monster heel in NXT. Yeah. Okay, and now you guys is uh, the, the the double defense of Seth Rollins. He loses one. He's, he's going to lose one. He's uh, going to U.S. U.S. Really? He thinks he's going to retain. Uh, no, 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 no. I think he's, he's using. He's going to lose the world heavyweight. Yeah. Sorry. I, no. I think he loses it to Sting and Sheamus cashes in. Yep. Yeah. No, because then we're going to see some sort of rematch between Sting and Sheamus. Nobody wants to see that. No, well, they're going to do it anyway. Triple I threat. Think, I could be triple He's going to go three for three. I think it's Sheamus is going to cash in, and he's going to defeat Sheamus because right now, because I don't think they're going to put the belt on Sheamus because I don't think they're going to go from I don't think Sheamus. they're going to go from one heel that's going that's getting over to a heel that's right now it's getting yeah. booed like crazy. To a heel yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. doing feuds. So with a Randy triple Orton. retention, but is yeah. what I, I, and that's I, and that's, I what, like that. that's what they're pushing too. Though is they're pushing that he is now the new it guy. But okay. here's how it works because they're going to turn him face to to go against Triple H, and that's a good way to do it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So then those are our. Pre- uh, pre- uh, 
predictions. Um, sorry, we got into this a little late. We'll get more in depth next week when we realize how we push buttons. But uh, for Mike Bukulski and Josh Ram and Wookie Will, I'm Conrad Reed. Um, you guys listen to the first ever Top Rope Review on the Podcast Detroit Network right above Activate Gaming. Again, another shout out to Falling Down Brewing Company and unofficially Surge. Surge, please sponsor us. It'd be awesome. Um, enjoy the pay-per-view and we will talk to you next week. Same bad time. No, not same bad time. Same bad channel. This geeks. Same... <laughs> same time, same place same. at 6 p.m. Yes. Sunday. There you go. There okay. You go. Uh, thank you very much for listening, oh. and we'll talk to you soon. This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.